0: Hello, and welcome to a special edition pop-up podcast of the Daddy-Daughter Real Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Guy, the Daddy, and today I'm joined by...
1: I'm Trinity.
0: Trinity. So Trinity's the second child, the middle child, the other daughter. You guys have met Michael, you've gotten to know her. And uh, I'll tell you in just a minute why we're bringing Trinity in and doing a special pop-up podcast edition. But first, I want to give her the opportunity... To introduce herself to you just a little bit and let you get to know who trinity is so trinity over to you tell us about yourself just a little bit
1: well my name is trinity i'm 11 and i'm going into the sixth grade um my favorite color is purple
0: <laughs> yeah she's wearing <laughs> all purple right now
1: <laughs> yeah i'm in my purple onesie mm-hmm. and some of the things i like um i like playing on my phone i do play gotcha life just like my sister and I I like sushi. I know. She had
0: the opportunity just before uh, I had to go away for a little while. I was, that sounds like I was going to jail. I was going overseas for a little while. And each kid got to do uh, a special dinner, and I would take them for a little daddy date to anywhere they wanted to go. She chose sushi, <laughs> and she had all the sushi she could eat as usual. Yeah, it's very. It's, that's a very unique and cool thing about her. Another cool thing about you that's very unique is she has no middle name because Trinity is just so cool by itself as a first name, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so what about sports? Are you into any sports?
1: Um, I like dance, but you don't count that as a sport. Psh, you yes, don't. I
0: do. You ever see me try to dance? I'm exhausted <laughs> when I try to dance. Nah, that's cool. Anything yeah. else?
1: Um, I also like basketball, and I'm trying to get into it. I'm just not very good at basketball because <laughs> in third grade, Uh, We were playing four square with basketballs, and our group had lost our ball, so I went to go get it. And then when I turned the corner, Mm -hmm. another group lost their ball, and it hit me in the face. And it was a Uh, fully pumped basketball.
0: Oh, and after that, it's just like no more basketball I'm like,
1: I'm just going to stay away from these balls now.
0: (laughs) That's a good idea. Um, Okay, so thank you for that. Mm -hmm. So so 11 years old, um, going into the sixth grade, so just graduated from elementary school, unfortunately had to do the... The graduation virtually, basically. Uh Didn't get to do the big celebration and all of that, but it's still very cool. Finished with straight A's, <laughs> I do believe, so super smart. Thank you very much. Uh Happy to get to know you or learn about you just a little bit. I know you pretty well, but now other people do too. Um, But yeah, so why the special pop-up podcast? So if you guys remember, um, just last week we did episode two and we were talking about George Floyd, uh, Juneteenth, the... Uh, the social unrest and things that were going on. That was Michael and me. Um, So our kids have a homework assignment where every week they have to write an essay about things that is, that's going on with them. It could be a book they're reading. It could be something they heard about or watched on the news, just anything like that, just to kind of keep their mind active. Well, Trinity wrote an essay and gave it to her mom and me yesterday. And after we read it, I just looked at my wife and I was like, we have to do a quick pop-up podcast about this and unpack this just a little bit because it was so deep. Um, it was kind of, uh, what's the word? Not upsetting. It was, it was just really enlightening um, to see what was going on. Hmm? Mature. Oh, it was very mature. <laughs> I'm talking about the impact it had on your mom and me. Um, y- anyway, you guys will understand after you hear the essay. So I'm going to ask her to read it to you real quick. And then we're just going to take a couple of minutes to talk about it. This is not going to be a long podcast, probably about 15 minutes if I had to guess. So, uh, with that, let's go ahead and jump into it. I'm going to ask Trinity, to go ahead and read your essay for us.
1: Okay. Black Lives Matter. Now, more than ever. That's what people are saying. White folks, black folks, Indian folks, even people that I'm playing with on Roblox. I'm all for it, but what it took for people to realize how hard it has been saddens me. George Floyd shouldn't have had to die in front of people at the hands of a white cop in order for people to see how hard black people have it. It scared me when I heard about it. To think that it could have been me, or Michael, or Ty, or even my own parents. Nobody should have to die for people to see what a harsh world we're living in. The fact that before this, if we told white people that we were being treated like crap, they didn't believe us, just shows me that some people really do need to see it to believe it. It's just really sad that someone had to be suffocated by a cop for white people to believe us. Don't get me wrong, I know this could happen to any race. Part of me wishes it wasn't our race, but the other part of me doesn't want others to suffer like we do. Honestly, I don't want anyone to suffer. I wish it would just all end. So if you ask me, how do you feel about George Floyd and Black Lives Matter? The answer is, I feel mixed emotions. I'm sad he died. I'm scared that I might die because I was rollerblading or something. I'm angry that a cop killed him. I'm happy that more people are supporting Black Lives Matter and I'm upset that the world isn't all cupcakes and rainbows. I want this to all to end. To go back to when I was a toddler and was ignorant to all of this. To when I was scared of insects, roller coasters, and the dark, and getting lost. Now, I'm afraid of cops, insects, going outside, death, roller coasters, and weapons. Growing up is supposed to make me less fearful, but right now, I have more fears than ever.
0: Wow. I mean, there's so many things in that essay um, that uh, concern me as a parent, sadden me just as an adult human being, um, and just think it's important to talk about. So first, thank you for um, number one, just being so open and honest in your essay, for honoring your mom and me by doing the essay <laughs> and uh, and for being willing to talk about it on a podcast. I think that's very cool. Um, So let's take these in steps. So help me understand what you're thinking and feeling. Like, just unpack it a little bit from what you put in the essay when you talk about um, just your fear. Um, Now, more than ever, you're more fearful and you're scared of cops. You're scared that you're going to get shot just rollerblading going down the street. What is making you feel that way?
1: Um, The fact that I remember there was this one guy who was just walking home, and then these two people just assaulted him. And he and they said, well, he attacked us, so we are just defending ourselves. When really, he was just walking down the street.
0: This is Ahmaud Arbery you're probably talking about. They got shot with, by, with a shotgun by the two guys in the truck who jumped. Got, yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So I guess the thing that's important to understand. Um, no, what else? What else? So anything else in addition to that?
1: Yeah, just like innocent people are getting hurt. And even if they did do a crime, like George Floyd, he like wasn't resisting and the cop just suffocated him.
0: Yeah. So that was some of what Michael and I were getting into um, before is there's some people who have they have an agenda where they don't want the cops to ever be wrong. So they turn to the victim and say, well, what were they doing that they could have earned the punishment that they got? You know, they deserved it kind of a mentality. Um, it doesn't really matter if they were selling cigarettes outside of the store or if they tried to pass a bad $20 bill. That's not supposed to ever cost somebody their life, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So it's a difficult position for parents um, to be in, particularly parents of black children to be in, because your mom and me never, ever want you guys to just have to live your life in fear. Right. You're you're kids. We want you to believe the world's a beautiful place. And in a lot of ways it is. But we also got to make sure you're aware of what's actually happening out there. And I think it's important that we have those conversations with you guys as parents, because those conversations are going to be had regardless. And so I'd rather you hear it from us than to talk about it, you know, at school with kids that make up stories or don't. They're not really that informed or know what's going on. yeah. So um, so the world's not all rainbows and... Cupcakes. New, cupcakes and rainbows. Um, I know. So how do you view the world now?
1: Well, like, I still believe that the world can still be good, but now I just view it as this place where lots of innocent lives are being taken and it's dangerous to go outside.
0: So do you feel like... So we live... uh in Northern Virginia in one of the most affluent counties in, in the entire United States, even here, do you, do you feel scared to go outside or do you feel, it, and if you do, are you just scared of the police? Are you just scared in general? Do you just think that somebody out there is just waiting to take you out? Like what, what exactly are you fearful of?
1: I'm scared to go outside because like, I don't really know how to explain it. I'm scared to go outside because I don't want to get attacked by anybody. It could be just random people. It could be the cops. I don't know who could attack me, but I feel like somebody's going to attack me when I go outside.
0: That is terrible. Like, that's absolutely horrible. Um, so how do we fix it? What do we need to do here? What gives you a sense of security that you used to have? Like, you used to have this sense of security, didn't you? Yeah. You did. Was it this George Floyd incident that took that sense of security away from you, seeing what could happen to you so easily?
1: Yeah, that a little bit.
0: Was there anything else that fed into it?
1: No, I just don't want to be alone when I go outside anymore. I like being with somebody older than me. Because mm. if I go outside with just me and Ty, I feel like if anything happened to him, it would be my fault. And I'm the oldest, so I'm in charge, and all the blame would be on me, and I'd just feel horrible.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I can understand that. It's a it's a difficult uh I guess the, the when I was talking about like where we live, like if we lived in the inner city and we were downtown and there was just a lot more people, um, a lot more opportunities to kind of get caught up in bad situations, I would probably understand it more. Um, I think our neighborhood is relatively safe. Yeah. Yeah. But your fear is fully understandable. Mm-hmm. Um You don't have a lot of life experience. And so it doesn't surprise me that when something is shocking and traumatic as what's been happening, um, it doesn't surprise me that that lands on you pretty heavy. Where it's like, whoa, I don't want to be alone around people right now because it's crazy in these streets. Right. Um, Let's talk about the police. What's your impression? What are your thoughts? You talk on it. You touch on it. Um, you guys are going to hear the paper ruffling. I'm grabbing her essay because I want to make sure I quote her. You said, because this is what I read to your mom, and it really, it really, really got me. Um, you said, I want this all to end, to go back to when I was a toddler and ignorant of all of this, to when all I was scared of were insects, roller coasters, the dark, and getting lost. Now I'm afraid of cops, insects, going outside, death roller coasters and weapons. So I found it interesting and really sad that your new list, the very first thing you list are cops. You list death, which no 11 year old should be really that worried about and weapons. Um, so let's unpack that just a little bit um, before we wrap up the podcast. Let's talk about cops in, in particular. Um, excuse me. set that paper down. Tell me, Tell me what you think about cops, your fear, and, and other things. Unpack that for me.
1: Like, before, when I was afraid of cops, it wasn't really that bad. I was just... a, I wasn't really afraid of cops. I was more afraid of guns. mm mm-hmm. um, But now, the fact that George Floyd wasn't resisting and the cops suffocated him, like, I'm afraid that if I'm doing anything that the cops might think is dangerous, that they might kill me, too, and I don't want to die at 11.
0: Yeah. So... <laughs> This is why I wanted to do the pop up podcast for those of you, particularly if you're not black and you, you, you don't have to have kids, but if you have kids, um, even if you don't, you can relate. This is the struggle for black parents. I need my kids to be aware of the dangers that is, that that are facing them in the real world out in these streets. At the same time, I never want my kids to be paralyzed with fear or hatred when it comes to the police. So you tell me, do you believe that all police are bad now?
1: No. I no. still believe that there's good cops, but I just feel like there's more bad cops than I realized.
0: That's that's brilliant. And that, and it's true. There are there's bad everywhere. I don't care what organization. I mean, this is really going to offend some people and I won't go into it with you, but for the adults out there, if I mention the Catholic Church, they'll know what I'm talking about. right? There's bad in every group, no matter what group you pull out. Now the cops have been put on front street with the bad that they have because it was suppressed for so long um, and it's so egregious. And now it's kind of out there and it's in our face. So here's the, the dilemma and the conversation I want to have with you, the thing I need you to understand, and this is going to be an ongoing conversation. First and foremost, there are plenty of good police out there. Your uncle, your great uncle, call him Uncle Wrinkly, (laughs) 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 Uncle Mike, um, not my brother, but my uncle, um, he used to be a Virginia State trooper. right? There's, There's good police out there. My best friend, who's no longer with us, God rest his soul, Rashad, my man, he was a cop in California. There are plenty of really good police out there. And at the same time, you need to treat... Pretty much every cop you come across, if you have to interact with them, as though they might be the bad cop until they prove otherwise. Because I can't have you get sideways with the cop and it happens to be the wrong one and decides to hurt you in some way. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you treat them all with caution. It's like walking up to a stray dog. They could be the friendliest dog in the world, but you don't know that when you first meet them. And
1: I'm like, okay, doggy. I'm just going to just back up. <laughs> yeah.
0: You're going to be cautious. That's the way we have to go about our business when we interact with police. Be cautious, give them the respect. Yes, sir. No, sir.
1: Thank you, sir.
0: Thank you, sir. See, you're and attention. In case,
1: sorry, sir.
0: Exactly. Right. So that's the way we have to approach police just as a way of keeping them safe so they know you're not a danger to them and keeping yourself safe by making sure they know that you're not a threat to them. Right. Hands up. Don't shoot. Um, I come in peace, that whole thing, right? But don't hate all cops or believe that all police are bad based on these things because there are plenty of good police that are out there, right? And they deserve our support because they help keep us safe. Mm -hmm. Okay. Weapons. Why did you list that?
1: Because weapons are like really, like bad guys use weapons to like shoot innocent people and Mm -hmm. that's... Like, I don't want weapons to exist, even though they could also protect us. I don't want to get hurt by weapons.
0: Yeah, so it's a difficult thing, right? We, if the whole world got rid of their weapons, well, then, you know, it'd be a different place and everything would be great. That's not going to happen. So your daddy has plenty of weapons, right? And I've taken you guys to the shooting range. You've you've shot off (laughs) your... This girl is shooting a forty caliber Glock and just doing her... You were handling your business, right? I hurt
1: my wrist. Yeah,
0: because that thing kicks like a hammer, right? But I I don't want you guys to be scared of weapons. I want to make sure you're educated on them, know how to handle them. Make sure you know how to handle them in order to keep yourself safe. Because, like,
1: if I need to keep myself safe with a weapon, I I can do that? I'm just... I don't want her to hurt anybody, even if the person's hurting me. I'm scared of hurting people.
0: Absolutely. And so let me be clear. When I say, keep yourself safe. I'm not saying you need to know how to defend yourself with a pistol. That's not my priority. My priority is if you happen to find one, I want to make sure you know how to handle it safely. So you don't hurt yourself or somebody else. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we went over safety procedures and knowing how to make them safe and clear them and that kind of thing. Remember we did that at a shooting range, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you're 11 years old. It's perfectly normal for you to be um, pretty skittish or scared uh, of weapons. Um, but you've been exposed to them, so you can at least know how to keep yourself safe. Yep. Yeah. Okay.
1: I know not to bring a sword to a gunfight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Please don't do that. Uh, matter of fact, don't even go to a gunfight. Let's just walk away.
1: Yeah, let's stay away from the gunfights. Yeah, let's
0: let's get off the X and keep it moving. Um, the last thing was death. It's one of those things that I never, ever, ever wanted my 11-year-old daughter to be in fear of. You got your entire life ahead of you. I've already looked at you, and I've looked down the road. I think you're going to make it to about 102. <laughs> so you got about God, I'm doing a quick math, about 91 years left, right? Yeah. And so, uh, 91 years is a long time. So let's live those 91 years to the fullest. Then maybe we'll start contemplating death in the next couple of years or something, or maybe not. We'll see. Maybe we'll just be robots by then. Right, right? (laughs) have have microchips implanted, and we just live forever. Some I don't know, but let's not let's not live in fear of death. Yeah, that's that's defeatist. Death is going to come for all of us, right? Death is undefeated. So is Grand. I mean, grandfather time. Death, they're undefeated. It's going to come. So worrying about it doesn't do anything. Mm -hmm. Just live your life. Live your life to the fullest. Okay. Carpe diem. Right. (laughs) What's that mean? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It means seize the day. Seize okay. the day, man. We're going to live every day to the fullest. Mm-hmm. And death will take care of itself, I promise you. But let's not live in that kind of fear.
1: I just don't want death to be painful.
0: <laughs> None of us do. I just want to be old, in my bed, surrounded by family, and just, just go to sleep. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so just a, it was just a quick pop-up podcast. It's been about 15 minutes, so we're going to wrap this up. Um, we could have talked about this a whole lot longer. But mm-hmm. thank you first, Trinity. Thank you so much for uh, for showing up. Thank you for joining and being the guest star of our very first Pop-Up Podcast.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: This has been fantastic. You guys have noticed that voice. She is the one who does our intros. So I will thank you in front of everybody for doing the introductions for us as well. Mm-hmm. I think the intros are fantastic. Um, and to everybody else, uh, thank you for joining for the Pop-Up Podcast. I know it was short, and I know that after reading that essay, you just want to talk about it a lot more. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. I know I do. Um, But these will be side conversations that we're going to continue to have with her, with her older sister, Michael, with Ty, uh, the eight-year-old, because these are the times we live in. And these are the things that are on our kids' minds. And so for us as parents, me, uh, I I speak from the daddy perspective as part of this podcast. It's my job to make my family safe. um, And it's my job to make sure my family feels safe that is a challenge right now it's going to be an ongoing challenge to provide a safe place for my kids to live and hopefully help provide a safe world uh, for them to live in nobody should have to deal with having eight-year-olds 11 year olds and 14 year olds who live in fear um so to all of you out there man if, if if you're not now then become part of the solution don't argue over heritage over hate and you know, my grandfather's grandfather fought in the Civil War and it was about pride and blah, blah. like recognize the environment that you guys are creating for the children that are out here and let some of this hatred and these symbols of hatred and, and the ignorance and the racism and the things that are existing out there, let that stuff go and let's work together to find a way to just make a better, a better world, a better country, a better existence for our kids. That's our responsibility as the adults, right? Let's leave this place better than we found it. Okay, with that, we're going to wrap it up. Thank you for joining the Daddy-Daughter Real Talk podcast, our pop-up edition. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn, or wherever you find your podcast. Please rate us, review us, give us five stars. It really helps boost the popularity of the podcast so we can continue to get our message out. You don't have to review us, but at a minimum, please do jump in, click the five stars, and then you can just keep it moving. All right, that's it, guys. Thank you very much. Again, I am Guy the Daddy, and I'm specially joined by...
1: Trinity. Trinity
0: <laughs> the Middle Child. All right, guys, take care.
1: Hi, this is Ty, and I would like to thank you for listening to the Daddy or Real Talk Podcast. Be sure to join us again soon. Until then, be blessed.
0: Be blessed.